Welcome to BFC Live, the daily video and podcast series of Business of Cannabis. BFC Live highlights the companies, brands, people, and trends driving the global cannabis sector. Find out all that we do at businessofcannabis.com. Coming up on BFC Live, we connect with Bernie Young. He is the SVP of Sales and Marketing at Tilray. We wanted to connect with him about creating products for specific consumer segments in the Canadian cannabis market. Enjoy this conversation with Bernie Young. Bernie, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I like that uh, increasingly people have their own backdrops at their homes. I like it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just a reality of working from home these days. I like yours that it's, that it's nice perched on the printer. It's very, you got the, the real home office studio vibe, just kind of like me without the, I need to get some of those, uh, those nice blocks. <laughs> it looks good. Um, I wanted to connect with you I want to talk about, let's over your right shoulder, I guess, good supply, but specifically let's talk about concentrates because I think um, when we entered 2.0 products, everybody was jazzed about edibles and beverages and certainly they still are, but the concentrate component of what consumers are buying is a big chunk. It's an important chunk. It has, I assume, demographic and psychographic breakdowns. And I want to talk with you about all those things. How's that sound? For sure. Sounds great. <laughs> uh, I want to, uh, specifically because you guys just came out or are coming out with uh, Hash, Wax, and Keef. Do I have that correct? That is correct, yeah. Those things will get you extremely high. That is correct, too. <laughs> uh, and so tell, tell me, like, the thinking behind the sort of concentrates, who you target, how you brand, and sort of the consumer segments that you guys are going after. For sure. I mean, from a from a brand standpoint, good supply is really targeted around high THC products. Do so you think about our flour, vapes, pre-rolls, and oils? And with good supply on our demographics and psychographics, it's a medium to light, uh, medium to heavy consumer. So they enjoy different types of occasions. So when we looked at the brand uh, and the data, it suggested that you know it was a natural extension into concentrates. So if you think about that today, like you mentioned, good old hash, um, wax, and keef, and really the expansion into there is, you know, targeting those consumers that look for that profile, that cannabinoid content and terpene profile to make sure that it's fitting in. And really that's expanded our occasions and really our consumers are enjoying those products. Yeah. When we, we talk to our friends at Headset a lot and we look at sort of who's buying what and where the different age categories, psychographics, heavy users, light users, people interested. Like, it seems to me that that concentrates are really taking up a good chunk of like a younger demographic. Um, and I don't mean like, I don't mean under 19, I mean over 19, but a younger demographic. And, and I don't know if, like I'm interested in sort of how you think about that. Um, and is that what you're seeing? Like, is that what your data is reflecting back on the sales side? But also is that how you sort of target these groups? Yeah, no, for sure. So we're definitely seeing that. I would say, number one, the growth in the concentrates category continues to bring new users into the space. You know, number two, hydrocarbon extraction. You know, we're all used to distillate vapes and when vapes first launched with extraction of CO2. Now with hydrocarbon extraction, being able to, you know, have flour that's frozen and then extracted to preserve those terpenes 
is very, very different. And so really what we're seeing over the next few years and where we're going is how do we start to make concentrates more accessible? So if you think about innovation, you think about technology as well, how do we bridge those two pieces together and really focus around that Gen Z? Because you're right, the data suggests they enjoy the products and that's why you're seeing vape products with concentrates to make them accessible and, and uh, great to consume. So we're seeing that trend as well. And, and uh, talk a little bit about um, the quality, right? Because um, I think for the, the avid consumer, let's say, right, that, that enjoyed concentrates before legalization and is enjoying it now, where do you think the sort of, uh, how, how it's evolved? Because I think that was one of the complaints, I guess, early days of, of this category was that it just wasn't up to snuff. But I, my sense is, and my experience has been that it's actually gotten like, not just a little better, but like loads better within the interim year, really, uh, which happens to coincide with, you know, a thousand more stores in Canada. Like there's a lot of, I'm going to use the word good. There's a lot of good happening on that with the supply, um, but also with the availability and is like all those things pack into how you and the team think about what you're rolling out, where you're rolling out, the products, the demographics, the psych, like all that like there's a nice mix of things happening that are all for the better. Yeah, no, uh, you're definitely right. Uh, you know, as we continue to convert the illicit market, you know, those consumers are looking for the same quality, if not better. Uh, I think you hit it spot on because, you know, with our ability in Leamington to have great manufacturing and have a great R&D team, we've been able to not only replicate uh, some of the processes, but more importantly, find newer ways and more ways to actually manicure and get the products to a better finished state. And, you know, the form factor is key. You hit it. So in the beginning, some products weren't on, on par, but really as we continue to do a lot of consumer research and compare what's in the illicit market versus what we're putting out in the market, you know, good supply is really known for, you know, those those great strains. And so the manicuring process is really where the art comes in and uh, how we've been able to, to look at the product. So you think about hash, for example, you know, is it gonna be more malleable? Is it gonna be more crum crumbly? We've seen differences in the products, but that's where we go back to the brand positioning and understand what our consumers are looking for and adopt um, the products to match that profile. Yeah, it's interesting. I want to go back to something you had said earlier, and I don't know how to do it, so I'm going to pose it to you. You know, uh, a lot of new entrants into cannabis, let's say, I think at least the data suggests are, you know, going to edibles, especially because they're relatively low dose, or maybe even beverages, or then maybe pre-rolls. But thinking about how to move people from, you know, maybe they're not as avid as the consumers that are now sort of consuming concentrates, but like, they may be avid consumers and going to the store often and buying lots of different products and trying different things. How do you help them make that transition? Is it about similar brands on sort of different parts of the menu or is it about, I don't know, education or is it about like, what are those key factors that you think will move someone like me to consume concentrates more often? I, for sure. I mean, with the stores opening up now as well, I think the, the most important uh, first interaction is with the bud tenders. I mean, the bud tenders continue to be the ones that educate our consumers and make sure that they know what their journey and their next step is. I think that's very, very important uh, as they enjoy it. Uh, it's our job to educate the retail partners as well on the differentiated products 
and when it is important to expand. So for example, you know, we have our good, our good supply uh, keep, you know, some people like to increase the potency of their pre-rolls. Like I enjoy that myself. So again, different ways of understanding first off, what's the consumer's level of understanding with cannabis and how do you, how do we continue to graduate them up? And I think that's going to take some time, but overall, um, again, it's going to be an individual case by case with consumers and the bud tenders are definitely there to help, which is why I'm excited. Uh, Ontario's opening up now. Yeah, it, it is so important. And, and I mean, I've been to a bunch of stores, even in the past sort of week or two, as they really opened up and there is like an excitement in store almost because so, many of the stores a have been, have only been open in the past year. Right. So they're just excited to have people coming through. And I think the people working there is excited because they finally get to see people as opposed to, I think, doing the back end work, like pulling it off a shelf, getting it to a delivery person or getting it to the door. There actually is human contact, which we're all sort of craving. But these are really, you know, in many respects, people who have gone through some level of education and training to get to where they are now. And they're eager to sort of share that. And I think having a compelling story with brands that people recognize and people are interested in trying new things is, a, is really smart positioning. And I think we'll see more of that as more stores open up. Yeah, no, for sure. And that's why with good supply and to your point of, you know, recognizing a brand and, and its consistency and quality, that's why good supply is done so well across the categories. You mentioned it, there's tons of brands. How do you choose? Right. And, you know, as we continue to brand build, it's our job with our portfolio to make sure that we've got that consistency, but more importantly, they trust if good supply has this quality in flour, if they want to try something new with wax or hash, they know that quality and consistency is going to be there and they're going to have a great experience. And, and that's, what's really been uh, working well for us. Yeah. Uh, Bernie, I really appreciate it because not everybody comes on and sort of lifts the curtain of like shows us behind, like, the thinking, the demographics, the sort of psychographics, like all those things I think are really interesting to the sector. And uh, it marries up what we're seeing on sort of menus with the thought that goes behind it and the sort of data that, 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 uh, that uh, underpins it. So I, as always, I appreciate you spending time giving us a look in. I think the, uh, the home office uh, studio is really working for you. So, <laughs> so we'll, we'll have you back soon, but thanks for spending time and uh, enjoy the rest of the summer. Thanks, Jake. Thanks for having me. That was Bernie Young, the SVP of Sales and Marketing at Tilray. If you like this program, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or we ever heard the show. It helps support the work we do. We're able to do what we do because of our ongoing partners, including Alterna Savings, Cannabis at Work, Cannabis Benchmarks, Can Delta, Gallagher, Headset, and Torque Maine. Find out all that we do at businessofcannabis.com.